So one of the most popular episodes that I've uh, had up on the podcast so far um, was about how long does it, take, does it take to get over a breakup. And so I decided to um, record this episode today about how long did it actually take me to get over my breakup. And so instead of just going general, I want to, you know, relate it to what I personally um, have experienced. And I want to, I want for you to get what serves you from my experience, from my story, but at the same time, know that I don't think that there is a timeline uh, that we can absolutely, you know, put on um, on how long does it take does it have to take you um, to get over a breakup? Know that sometimes you know he the healing process goes like ups like there are so many ups and downs. Um, that's number one. And then number two, uh, there's so many other factors in terms of uh, do you have support? Do you have someone who's who's guiding you? And um, have you made a, a final decision that you are going to commit to your healing, that you are moving forward and that you're not looking uh, backwards? And all these things are things that, I, um, that I've been through. And, um, and so I know that it's not an easy experience um, to talk about at all um all right so let's talk a little bit about my experience so what happened is that the first time i broke up with a person who was about to become my fiance and later on my husband um we ended up getting back together after um after very little time like maybe after a few weeks or something um and so we were trying to work things out between us and also because we had you know issues that have to do with the family and so it was not just up to the two of us there were other factors like other external factors with my family it was his family uh, that we actually needed to be working on as well and so um and so one one thing that that ended up happening is that we kept um going on and off and on and off and on and off and that went on for quite some time and when I say some time I'm, I'm talking about like a few years and the reason is because the two of us um were not were not decisive um and it was very hard for us we kept trying to hold on to each other because we were uh we were trying to make it work but at the same time we were we were like kind of wishy-washy or 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 in between um so sometimes we'd be like super pumped up and so we say like no 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 this is gonna this is gonna be it we're gonna work hard um on it this time we're gonna and, and we're gonna do whatever it takes uh to make this relationship work um and then you know a few weeks go by or even a few months go by and then things start to deteriorate we get to a plateau where we had to make a decision but we couldn't make one um and so we kept you know blaming each other and you know um it did not help at all let me tell you that it did not help at all um and so the number one element that i want to talk to you is about how decisive are you um in terms of your healing um decision like so after you break up with your with your ex do you sit with yourself and you just take a deep breath and think what do you really want 
for me, I did not do that. And the reason is because I was, I was attached. I was emotionally, I was letting my emotions, the emotions of the moment, um, I, I was I was letting the emotions guide me or or lead me into making um, a decision that's just based on avoiding the most pressing pain, which was the pain of breaking up with him at that time. And so what I was trying to do, I was trying to avoid the short term pain. But at the same time, I was setting myself up for failure on the long term by trying to avoid that. And you know, so what I what I uh, what I found after that in 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 life is that sometimes you find yourself in a situation where you have to make a decision. Like you have to actually make a decision. And sometimes this um, uh, this decision is hard. It's a hard one to make. But guess what? The more you procrastinate, the more you put it off the bigger the problem is going to become. And so the best way for you is to get to the point where you actually make a decision and you stick to it and you stick to it because going back and forth and changing your mind after every couple of weeks or months is not going to help either of you, either of you. And I'm, I say that I can confidently say that from experience because I know that I hurt myself a lot by wasting so much time on that relationship that I, that ended up not working. You know, eventually we had to, you know, like go in separate ways because we knew that it was just like, we could not waste more time. At least I did. I, I knew that I, I could not waste more time on that. This is not to say that he was a bad person. He was not, but, but we were not for each other. We were not for, we were not the right person, the right people um, for each other. That's number one. And then number two, we were not committed enough to stay and to work on the relationship. And this is number two. The other factor that's going to impact your healing or getting over uh, your breakup is how committed are you to getting over it and to start building yourself up and start creating a life that really excites you to get up in the morning and to start, you know, moving forward and progressing and creating and, and, and enjoying things again, you know? Um, and so number one, being decisive and making a decision, yes. And then number two, having commitment, like you, once you make a decision, you have to commit to that decision and not look back. This is this is the number one thing that I would just tell myself if I look back, uh, if I go back and, and if I somehow could talk to the version of me that is that existed, I don't know, maybe six years ago, six or seven years ago, uh, I would definitely say, hey, be decisive. Number two, commit to decision. So make a decision. And then, and then number two, commit to it. Um, and then number three is start working on yourself like a crazy person. <laughs> That's number three. Start working on yourself like a crazy person. One thing that I that I that I um, that I did that really helped me in the initial phases of the breakup was going back to the things that I really wanted to create in my life. So I went back um, and and I started working on my graduate studies. So um, I worked on my masters, and then I ended up like, traveling abroad. Uh, to to do my masters uh, and that helped me a lot because progress you know is 
the number one thing that's going to make us feel that we are alive, that we are creating and that we are enjoying and that we have a life that we have some kind of value and respect for. Um, and so progressing and working on yourself, investing in yourself, this is like the best investment that I've ever made in, in, in my life were the investments that I made in myself, not things, not, not things that I bought. Experiences are fantastic. Um, having memories is great, but investing in myself, becoming better as a person, improving my skills. It's the number one thing that I never ever regret in my entire life. It, it was the best decision that I've ever made. So if I can recommend you something that you would do that is going to help you, um, in this critical time of your life is to invest in yourself, invest in becoming a more valuable person. And by valuable, I mean someone who recognizes recognizes her own value. That's number one. And the number two, someone who can add value to other people's lives as well. And I'm not just talking professionally. I'm, I'm talking about personally as well. I mean, right now I know that I am, I know that I am a person of value. Number one, because I appreciate myself more. Um, I have respect for myself and humble pride because of the amount of work that I, that I did on myself. The more you do difficult things, the more you would have respect and appreciation for yourself. And you're going to discover how strong you are. Um, and that over time, you know, that nothing in life can break you unless you allow it to unless you allow it to. And so number one, again, to recap, make a decision, be decisive. Number two, commit to whatever decision you make. And then number three, invest in yourself because, because one thing that I see over and over again, whether it's in our, in our community or in other communities online, like I read about questions from our, uh, from our audience or my clients. So when I work with my clients, um, one of the obstacles that I see so many of them, uh, that kept so many of them, uh, from healing and moving forward sometimes for months and sometimes even for years is that they kept looking in their rear view mirror. Uh, they kept feeling sorry, uh, for themselves about what happened in the past, looking at memories of what used to be, how the relationship was in its best moments they had a longing for what their mind or brain, um, pictured as the best past, the best time, um, that, that they once, uh, that they once had. And let me tell you that, that when we keep looking at what happened in the past and feeling sorry for ourselves and, and, and feeling bad that things did not go the way we wanted them to go. We are keeping our future. Um, we are creating more of the past because whatever you focus on expands and you, and you create, and you create more of that. So if you focus on the past, you create more of the past. So your future will end up being like your past. It's something that you're not super proud of. It's not something that you're, uh, that you're excited about. 
But when you say, okay, well, what happened in the past happened, but let me, let me see what, how can I, what lessons can I extract from my experiences that I've had in the past and how can I make this like the steps that keep me moving forward so that I have the best future and the best life that it can possibly have that I dis that I design intentionally and consciously. And this is the other thing about progress. When you work on yourself and you keep improving yourself and you keep learning and you keep and you keep growing as a person, you become an intentional creator versus a creator by default and this is this is what I used to be in the past I know that in the past I was creating out of fear I was looking at the things that I did not like in my life in life in general and I was like oh my god like I'm scared I don't want to create that but I was focusing on it I was focusing on what on what I was scared of and this is and this is why what I created in life ended up being exactly what I was afraid of because I was focusing on that. And instead, right now, what I do in my life is say, okay, for example, if I go through an experience, if I go to a restaurant, let's say, and the service ends up not, you know, not, not very well, um, uh, food is not the best, the atmosphere or the ambience of the restaurant is not something that I enjoyed. And instead of just saying, oh my God, look, I'm stupid. Why, why did we pick this restaurant? We should have looked at the reviews first or it was a waste of time and money. No, what I like, what I like to say is, is, okay, this is the place that I don't want to go to ever again. And so I, in the future, I would not pick, pick places that are like this. But at the same time, I immediately shift my attention to, okay, well, what kind of restaurant do I want to go to? And so I list the things that I want to, to have in a restaurant where I, where I know I'm going to have a great time, like, you know, um, um, quiet music, you know, quiet, relaxing music, um, a very nice, you know, um, service waiters or waitresses are nice. They're sweet. They're friendly. The food is good. Um, it's quiet. There isn't a lot of people. Uh, maybe it's in, in, in a certain area or, or a certain location. So, and I keep focusing on that. So, okay, like next, next time I'm going to look for that place. I'm going to ask people around me, my friends, like family members, whatever, if they know a place that has all of these uh, criteria. And I focus on that. Versus in the past, I was just like, I don't want to ever go to, a, go to a restaurant that looks like this. But I would keep focusing on that. So progress gives you skills. It makes you grow. It lets you know how strong you are as a person. But it also gives you a chance to be an intentional creator by knowing what you don't want and shifting your attention immediately to what is it that you want. And so right now, I know for a fact that I had to go through everything that I went through in that experience with my ex for me to figure out what is it that I really want in life and in, in, um, and in a partner, in a life partner as well. And so 
Go, coming back to our question, that is, how long did it take me to get to get over a breakup? I would say, initially, like from the last time that I made the decision, a committed decision that I I was going to that this is over and that I had to to heal and move forward, I would say probably three, like two to three years. And the reason is because number one, I didn't know what I had to do to move forward and to heal. And so I had, I had to do it the, the difficult way, reading books, going to courses, programs, whatever. Um, um, but what I discovered later on in life is that there's always a better way to do it. And that is to learn from people who have already gone through what you have, what you are, what you are going through right now. So people who have the blueprint, and this is why I invite you to watch a training a 20, uh, 20 minutes training that I prepared, uh, that I put together for you, that guides you on the three steps that can take you from pain to pleasure, to peace after a breakup. All you need to do is just click the link that you find in the description of this episode and it's going to take you immediately to uh, the video. It's got a lot of value and please bear in mind that it's taken me years to extract these three uh, steps so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel and do the work uh, yourself. So click the link and uh, hopefully I see you on the other side of this. And also, of course, uh, you're welcome if you want to um, join our community uh, on Facebook. It's a place where we have so many tips, tips like go live every day, teach, teach. It's a lot of value and I'm going to link it in the description of the episode as well. Take care of yourself and I'll talk to you in our next episode. Bye for now.